Well, this year is a process of excavation. Like we are sort of like tilling the soil on an individual and a collective level to begin to plant seeds for the future. And if we don't mind like looking forward for a bit, the future starts on December 21st. Welcome to the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast, your place for all things real talk and conscious conversations about shit that really fucking matters. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, mindset coach, actor, and truth teller extraordinaire. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought to help you face your fears, speak your truth, and get you one step closer to living your fuck yes life. Are you ready? Here we go. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to episode 111 of the Live Your Fuck Yes Life podcast. I'm Amanda Catherine Loy, and for those of you who are new here, because I know we have a lot of peeps um, that have been hopping into the pod community as of late, what the fuck up, you guys? Um, I'm so thrilled you're here. Um, whether you've been around these parts for the almost three years we've been together um, or following my journey on Instagram for five, um, or you've, you're new to these parts, hey, um, you might know me from Instagram as the bisexual uh, body positive Braca babe. Um, or maybe you know me from um, my book, I Chopped Off My Tits, um, or maybe you simply know me as somebody who does these podcasts and um, runs a community called Live Your Fuck Yes Life, um, and is, or maybe you know me from my acting life. I, I hold a lot of hats, um, but I'm just so fucking glad you're here in this corner of the universe um, where we talk about shit that really fucking matters and consciously talk about it. Um, I'm really, really, really particular with the humans I bring into this space and how I show up on here. Um, it is an inclusive, sex positive, and all human oriented place. Um, and it's also a space where we deep dive into a lot of shit that um, is has been considered really fucking taboo for a long time. It's been the goal, honestly, for the podcast since I started um, because I was just so tired of living through the mess and not having support um, and honest and real talk support, not just fucking, I'm going to interview now and you know we're going to give these shiny little answers like, fuck that noise. Um, that's not what we're here for. We're here to be honest and real and um, it is my intention um, and also who I am at the very core of my essence to... Um, endlessly speak from my personal truth. And um, that's all I've ever done and that's all I continue to do. And I'm so glad you're here um, because you are so fucking seen here and you are so, so welcome. Um, so hi and welcome. And, and also, if you've been here for a long time, I adore you. And I'm just so grateful to have you all in my corner and for us to be in this journey together because holy balls this year um, has definitely been a fucking doozy. And I just so appreciate all of you um, and, and everything that um, you give me because this is not just me creating for you. Um, this is, a, 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 from my perspective, a shared relationship. And I always want these podcast interviews or anything I really do, whether it's my coaching, my one-on-one, -on -one, my group coaching, um, you know, our Patreon group, 
um, that we just opened, um, which by the way, um, if you haven't popped into there, you can pop in the show notes. It's um, a lot of you have been so lovingly reaching out and asking how you can support me um, in small ways um, for the content I create for this podcast, which um, is a labor of love and I make zero dollars on them <laughs> a lot of time for. And I do it because I, I, I care about sharing. Um, I care about gifting you um, you know, my heart and these resources and everything that I teach, um, in a way that, um, if you can't afford, you know, my group coaching programs or my one-on-ones, um, that you can, you know, simply step into this space, um, pay what you can and, and be present and also get a beautiful, a private Facebook community out of it surrounded by other Live Your Fuck Yes lifers where we, you know, deep dive into the podcast. So it's really new. It just opened last week. Um, so s- people are slowly starting to trickle in. I would love to see you inside there. All you have to do is go to Patreon, Patreon, which if you go to P-A-T-R-E-O-N, um, you can just look up that and then look up Live Your Fuck Yes Life. The you on Patreon, though, doesn't need to be starred because hell yeah. Um, or you can, again, just go to the show notes um, and become – a member just by, you know, uh, pledging however much, you know, income you can, um, on a, on a month to month basis, um, that you want to contribute and hop into, um, that Patreon specific community space. We'll be doing some bonus videos in there and, um, some deeper dive, um, you know, questions that we just can't really do because of the Instagram, um, stuff. And also cause they're moving away from sex positive stuff. So we're going to be talking a lot more about that in the community. So, um, definitely want to make sure that there's space for all of you to be seen, heard and, um, and get your voices in conversation. Um, in a safe space to be. So again, I'll see you in there. Um, and yeah, I just so fucking appreciate you all. And, uh, I feel like this year, if anything, it's taught me so much about the importance of not just community, but community, um, of humans that truly are there with a root of empathy, kindness, and true, uh, critical thought and willingness to be wrong. Um, or willingness to change their mind, willingness to have these deeper, important conversations. And um, I think we're waking up to that collectively. Um, And I just can't wait to continue that trend uh, because it's how I choose to live my life on the daily and have always been. And it just makes me so happy that that's becoming more and more prevalent and present um, more globally. And speaking of that, we're going to be deep diving into looking back on 2020 in today's episode, um, and also what's coming up on the horizon, um, from an astrological point of view. Um, and I'm so excited about this conversation. Um, I don't tend to mm, fully identify and lock into any modality like astrology or human design or anything. I think they're all beautiful tools that can help us see things. Um, and, but I'm often very weary to and wary to bring humans on um, around these things because a lot of the time um, I just don't resonate with the way that people hold space or are or our practitioners in that space or how they present it as like the only thing right because from my standpoint the only thing that really ever matters is you and your inner knowing and the work that I think is the most important thing um, is is taking a deep deep approach into that and having spaces and safe transformative containers um, where you don't you're not being told what to do but you're you're being provided a, a safe space and a mirror to 
create and really shed all of the layers of your, you know, of the bullshit layers that maybe society has put on you or the patriarchy or whatever the fuck and come home to yourself, right? Because you have the answers inside. And and I, I've lived my life so tired of being told anything but, um, and, 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 and also feeling like I had to be something other than myself in order to be my deepest self. And so I got really lost in the mix. And what I love about this particular conversation and about Jordan Shomer, who is um, my only human that I really, really adore when it comes to astrology. She is a personal friend of mine, um, somebody I know and also really deeply trust and getting to witness her way of expressing and and showing up in this space and using the, you know, uh, world of astrology to teach and to shed light on self um, has been such a gift to watch. And you might recognize her from the podcast. She came on around this time last year, episode 76, um, but she's back. Um, so I'm not going to share about, you know, who she is because y- you can go back and listen. Um, but truly, um, you're just going to get the most incredible read around um, who this person is and also how we can reflect on, on this year. Because when I was thinking about how I wanted to kind of end this year on the podcast, I was like, I really want to bring Jordan back on and talk about how this year has been reflected in the stars because it's really just been so it's wild. And some of the things she shares in this, I was like, my mind and my whole body was blown, like totally blown. Um, We also talk about um, just more generalities in terms of like the Saturn return. So if you're, you know, heading up into your late twenties or early thirties, this is something that uh, I'm personally navigating myself right now. Talk quite openly about that. Um, and we talk about what that is too a little bit more. Um, and also the as you meant as you saw in the um, opening credits or whatever how you call that like oh, credits. I'm such an actor. Um, like opening little spiel um, that um, December 21st, which is coming up, um, is a really important date astrologically. Um, and so we're going to be talking about all of that, a step by step look at what this year has brought us and why and. A really beautiful way to contribute to your own personal reflections um, on how this year has gone for you and maybe why some of this is happening. I know often I feel like I need answers, um, especially this year. I'm like, why are we going through so much pain and suffering? And it can feel really hopeless. And this conversation gave me so much hope and I know it will give your heart the same So um, before we hop in, I just want to say that for whatever reason, um, the uh, sound on Jordan's end was, it came off, ended up coming off a little fuzzier than normal. Um, this isn't normally how, um, the sound ends up, ends up coming, but I, I didn't want to have to redo the conversation because it truly was the most potent thing and you can fully hear everything she's saying beautifully. Um, but I just wanted to let you know so that your brain is like, Oh, Amanda, the sounds different. That's why. Um, so thank you for your love and grace, um, in that space. And, um, truly this, this human is a gift in my life and I can't wait to bring her back and, and, and enter her into your earbuds. Um, and this conversation, like I said, gave me so much hope, um, and also so much excitement on what's to come for the, for the future, which to be honest, I haven't been feeling my optimistic heart has been really trying to move towards, but it's been hard lately. So, um, 
I'm in this with you. I so, so, so can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. I will be um, popping in, obviously, on Instagram to chat about this, but also especially in the Patreon page to chat more about all of this stuff and your thoughts. So head on in there, and um, I will see you there. And, yeah, here we go. I love it. Yes, hype is good. I'm so stoked. Um, And, like, haven't had you on since episode 76. I looked back and I was like, episode 76. And the cool divine timing about this, Jordan, is that, well, one, like I'm, you know me, like I'm very um, particular with who I bring onto the podcast, especially around topics such as astrology and what might, what many might refer to as woo concepts, because sure. I really want the, the people that I bring on to be from a grounded, intentional space, um, and also speak to these, these, mo- you know, modules and, and modalities that we might not think of as quote legit. Um, but you've really adjusted my perspective around this and, um, and are also a human that like I trust and love and deeply admire. So, um, Aww. yeah, but the divine piece of this Jordan is I was looking back and I was like, I had you on the podcast for the first time this time last year, like almost to a T in terms of recording yeah. and putting it on, on the pod. And I was like, what a cool thing. Like, I didn't even realize that when I reached out to you and I was like, I, I need this, like, we need to do this. Like I'm feeling so like called to like come back and talk about 2020 from a astrology standpoint. Um, especially because, I'm also in my Saturn return right now, and I want to talk a little bit about that too because shit's been fucking wild to be navigating that in 2020, let me tell you. Wait, so um, just I can't remember off the top of my head, but do you know if your Saturn is in Aquarius or in Capricorn? I don't. So I, I couldn't find the journal that I wrote all the things in. I can. Okay, I have you it. the best. I, so my son is – so okay, for everyone who's listening, if you haven't listened to – Jordan's first episode I, I I want you to obviously open today with an open mind but I highly recommend going back because we talk about the basics of astrology and also a little bit about my personal um chart because she read my chart um I want to say like six months or even a year prior to you have you coming on the podcast you were one of like the first handful of readings when you started getting did. into this yeah and like it was so expansive for me and I, it was honestly like fuck yes this is amazing and it's clearly your gift like your gift is so truly that and I felt so seen and it was when I was writing my book I chopped off my yep. tits and I hadn't talked about it at all except for to like my mom and Kevin and a couple of my best friends and you were like you're meant to write a book and I was like dude, I'm writing one right now. It was like I was two months into the writing process and there was a whole bunch of other stuff and we talk about it on episode 76. So I highly recommend you go back. But yeah, my sun is in Aquarius. My moon is in Libra and my rising is Cancer. Um, and I, I just checked your Saturn is at 29 degrees of Capricorn. So like- What does that mean? Say, <laughs> Remind it, me. <laughs> no, no. It means that like when you say you've been navigating your Saturn return, you're- actual Saturn return is going to be on like December 15th okay so like coming up real fucking soon yes but you've been feeling it like we've because I'm also Saturn and Capricorn we've both been feeling it since like December 2018 but for you this is the final culmination it's the final push so if you're feeling like extra restricted or my experience, it kind of feels like my skin is on too tight. It's just like this mm. tension. Know that you are at a growth edge yeah. and you are bumping up against your casing because this next 
evolution of you is larger than the form you're currently in. And yeah. what that what happens is there needs to be this dynamic discomfort. There needs to be this like tension within us in order for it to be the catalyst to break through mm. that casing and step into a bigger iteration of self. Yeah. And so that's like 100% the vibe for you right now. It's so wild because like, it's funny you say that. I feel like this year from like February on has been just like, me doing that in a degree that I didn't know was possible. I've also been doing a lot of like trauma work and therapy. There's been a whole slew of stuff, you know, that's that's opened the portal for for deep, deep expansion and self-reflection. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I've felt it's interesting. I don't feel like that tightness in this moment, but I will say that I feel so like I'm on the precipice of my full coming home in a way that I've never I didn't know was possible to feel mm-hmm. so can you okay take it back for somebody who maybe hasn't listened to our first episode together can we just do a yeah. snapshot of what the fuck Saturn return is before we get into the 2020 goods because I I know a lot of peeps are listening who are kind of in that space um in terms mm-hmm. of timing in their life and I just would love for you to re you know let everyone know what the fuck that even is <laughs> yeah absolutely because also um, the circumstances of this year and the circumstances of next year all involve Saturn in like a major way. Interesting. So Saturn in astrology is the planet that rules maturity, reality, responsibility, boundaries, limitations, mm. and karma. Saturn is sort of like the cosmic life coach that doesn't give a fuck about your comfort and just shows up to make sure that you take responsibility for yourself and continue to up level. And Saturn return is when Saturn moves all the way around the Zodiac and ends up in the same place it was when you were born. And it takes about 29 years for that process to happen. And as Saturn return, he swoops back in and acts sort of like as auditor. And he audits all of the structures that you have built around your identity and who you are in this world all the and any exactly and any structures that are not built on the foundation of integrity let's say that they were built out of insecurities or they were built out of limiting beliefs or our conditioning or you know something that someone once told you when you were a kid and you've assigned that to your identity Saturn comes through and brings all that shit down and goes great time to rebuild and that's the process of Saturn return so the way I approach Saturn return is the period of Saturn return starts when Saturn moves into the sign it was when you were born so for the two of us when Saturn moved into Capricorn in December of 2018 that was our process of becoming Mm. of becoming the adult and astrologically speaking you are not an adult until after your Saturn return Saturn sort of truncates your life into three separate sections and now that we're living longer sometimes people see past their their third Saturn return yeah um but in the first sort of 29 years of your life we are the student we are absorbing experiential Mm -hmm. wisdom and sort of building brick by brick the pieces of our identity Mm. and then we move into the next phase where now we're adults and we become the producers. So we've learned enough, soaked up enough information mm-hmm. to now put out into the world what we know. And be intentional and then around, around how we show exactly. up with it. Yeah. 
Exactly. And doing so rooted in integrity and authenticity. Mm. And then the last phase, um, after around 58 years old, is the teacher. We've learned enough, we've produced enough, and now we can share our wisdom. Mm. And so that's sort of like the the trajectory of the maturity process. And also, Saturn pushes us every seven years. Every seven years, we move through what's called like a difficult Saturn transit, where Saturn is challenging us. Mm. And so we move through these smaller cycles every seven years. Um, And Saturn is really just here to make sure that we step up to the plate and satisfy our responsibilities to being a person in the world to existing. Yeah. Oh, I love this so much. And like, while I am not obviously in the astrology world, like you are, like I have been feeling this in my bones so deeply as a human. And I think so many of us are like, either in 20s or maybe on the other side of this who are listening and like, oh yeah, I know this feeling. And yet there's this such intense pressure when we're like 18, 19 to have everything fucking figured out and become the adult, right? We're told that at 18, we're adults, right? And that we need to know everything. And then yet there's this like, I know for me, the last 10 years, I'm almost 30, I'll be 30 in February. And the last 10 years for me have been such a period of evolution and coming home and like fucking up and then figuring out who I, who I am and making all of these weird pivot points and trying things on for size because I just didn't fucking know. And like, I think we look at that often as this wrong period, right? We are wrong. We should have the answers, right? That's what we're taught. And yet what I love of what you just expressed was that it's like, it gives us a gift to just be like, it's okay to just fucking need to explore and be a student and learn and, and like explore who you are, what your sexuality is, or like what you love, what you want to do for your job. And like, nothing needs to be fucking set in stone. And yet when we get into these prisons that we build for ourselves or society built around us, then it's like, that's where the suppression happens. And it's because we don't give ourselves the gift of constantly evolving and allowing ourselves to do that because of course we don't we're not taught how so I love that this is a tool for us to and also something rooted in fucking science that is that allows us to say like oh yeah like this is a gift like allow yourself to just freaking be and yeah like what a concept right like I feel like I'm just learning these tools and like I've been practicing and like and like sifting through them for years and yet like I feel like they're just finally landing for my heart Mm -hmm. in an authentic and truly expansive way. So it doesn't surprise me that I'm so close to my. Well, and I I love that you say that. Um, One, because um, even just referencing you not being in the astrology community, but feeling this in your being, I I am just a translator. Yeah. Um, And it tends to be that I'm not really telling anything to anyone that they don't already know. That's the, what the best facilitators the whole, do. <laughs> the whole premise of astrology, the whole um, philosophy behind it is as above, so below, as within, so without. Hmm. Our experiences are a reflection of our relationship to ourselves. Hmm. And I think that we all have this, deep and wise intuitive knowing coursing through us that the systems and structures of our society kind of press out of us because and that's this is also why I love astrology so much for me it is a tool of liberation Mm. because our astrology shows us 
our divine complexities, Mm. our contradictions, and the notion that we are everything and more. Our experience, our being is so much vaster than the world we live in that expects us to be one easy thing, Mm. paintable with a single brush. Mm. And speaking my language, we, but, but we, we are, we're living in three, 3d, 4d, 5d. Our experience is anything but one dimensional. Yeah. And the themes of this year have really excavated that understanding. Totally. But what we are conditioned by are these systems that are rooted in oppression and capitalism and we're really molded from the moment we come into life to satisfy the needs of the machine of capitalism yeah and every day we try to step up to the plate because that is what we quote unquote are supposed to do we're supposed to run ourselves ragged we're supposed to be tired at the end of the day and what that does what that conditioning does is whispers those sweet nothings of shoulds and supposed tos in our ear every morning so we wake up and abandon ourselves. Every fucking day. And it's why we end up overwhelmed and exhausted and burnt out and feeling like a shell of ourselves. And it's fucking exhausting. And also why this year has been so challenging on an individual level because so many people have had their work their job, Mm. their career sort of pulled out from under them. And we live in a society that um, has sort of caged our value and what we have to produce. Well, the and sort the of externals the we're also have been all removed. The things that we used to go to to, you know, um, escape the inner thoughts like traveling or fucking going out into a bar and all of these things, like even seeing a show, like these things that I, I, I don't think are inherently bad. Of course, they're beautiful things. They're things that are so great, but they're things that are external to us that allow us to escape, right? for a little bit our our reality instead of access what's really happening inside and we've all been just like okay like here we are not all because I know a lot of us are still you know working and and essential workers and all that stuff but we have a lot a lot more time to think and also be surrounded by what I want to get into deeply today which is what the astrology around 2020 has looked like because I have fucking no idea but I do know that it's been a fucking crazy year and I wonder what the the links are in that space and especially as we head into 2021 what's on the horizon because yeah it's been a wild fucking ride (laughs) no it really has and it's so interesting going back to the as above so below sort of um ideology the language that has been used to describe this year is the language that we use to describe the relationship between the planets in the sky this year. I started my studies in astrology um, about three years ago. And from the moment I started studying under various astrologers, every single one of them was like, just wait until 2020 just wait until 2020. I remember and you I, saying this to me too. And yeah. you're like, it's so interesting. Your Saturn return is happening in 2020. And I was like, why Jordan? You're, you're like, well, we, I need to go deeper in this with you because we can't just talk about this for an hour. And I was like, okay, tell me more later. And then I don't think we ever got to it. So I'm like, fuck, I should have asked you more questions. <laughs> yeah. But this year, I mean, 
so I feel like from this vantage point, I can um, speak like very candidly about this year because we've moved through it. Yeah. And I'm, like I said, not saying anything to anyone they don't already know. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year marks the beginning of the end. And when I say the end, I mean the end of life as we have always known it to be. Mm. This year, the, the astrology of this year started in January 12th with the two planets Saturn and Jupiter colliding in the sky. And they collide every like 36 years. And what that marks is a massive time of transformation, the sort of transformation that you cannot piece back together to look like it once was. Mm. And as we were sort of predicting or visioning or dreaming of what the circumstance of this collision would bring, we looked to the past pattern. And in the past, when these planets have come together, we had World War One. We had the rise of Hitler. We had the AIDS epidemic. We have seen in past patterns, war, famine, destruction, revolution. Yeah, revolution. And so we knew that this was going to be big. And then at the beginning of January, when Trump was like, like, playing hardball with Syria all the astrologers were like okay it's gonna be war it's gonna be war all right so gearing up for war and then this virus comes up and um viruses and astrology is associated with Pluto as like a sort of like an infectious means of destruction sure so um that also aligns with the astrology but the meaning behind that because I always feel like Sure, I can say that this planet met up with this yeah. planet, or these or are like, battles. what does these it actually conflict. mean in reality? Like, how can we bring exactly. that to Yeah. The theme is soul level karmic reckoning. That is the prevailing theme of this year. I feel like I'm going to cry hearing you say that because I'm like, yes, my hands are so raised, Jordan. Yeah. Anyone else feeling that? I know y'all listening are like, (laughs) yes, I'm nodding my head right now. (laughs) But it is a time where we are really facing our shadow collectively. Mm. And in astrology, Pluto rules systems and uh, Saturn rules structures. And it is a time where we are not able to look away from the ways of the systems and structures that invisibly drive our life Mm. are failing us Mm. and crumbling around us. Mm. This is so good. Like I'm, as you're saying this, I'm like, well, yeah, fuck. Because between everything that's been going on this year, I mean, like remove the political uh, climate and remove all the Black Lives Matter stuff. Oh, but that's part of it. But that's what that I'm saying. Like also part of the even, astrology. Even <laughs> a- away from that stuff, like we have been in a collective climate, like, because that those are the obvious things that I think at least from my perspective, I go immediately to, okay, well, we're obviously systemically no longer cool with fucking white, white supremacy and it's being ripped off the fucking mantle. Fucking time. Thank you. Thank you that that is being a thing, right? And politically, like, we've obviously, uh, collectively, at least within the United States, decided to take a fucking stand and make a make a shift, um, even though there's so much further to go. We're at least making making steps towards uh, a hopefully brighter space, Um 
And there's so much too that I'm thinking, okay, remove those obvious things, but it's like even in diet culture, like I'm thinking about how that has shifted so much or like what fat phobic communities or like trans communities and gender inclusivity and like all the, all the fucking shit, like, you know, exploring and, and being more sex positive. Like I'm seeing so much, so much more content so many more humans actively speaking around the transgressions of the things that no longer are okay to stand for. And it's been so fucking amazing to stand in that space myself and also witness so many other humans have the courage to express themselves and say no more. Um, And I just think it's so interesting that that collectively is also astrologically what is being expressed because I'm like well yeah that I that's what I've been experiencing as a human in the world for sure yeah it's we are so when I think about our relationship to shadow to all of the parts of our experience collectively and individually that we sort of repress we push away um we disassociate from and that becomes our shadow yeah we tend to move through the world facing the light with our shadow cast behind us. But the circumstances of this year, the circumstances of Saturn and Pluto coming together was a a way of forcing us to turn around and with our back to the light. Mm. And we had to look directly at our shadow. We have not had the luxury to look away. And that is part of this experience because you cannot change or heal or reconcile what you do not know. Like there's a a Carl Jung quote that I really love that says, um, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will drive your light and you will call it fate. Completely. And this year was a reckoning in the way of we are now, we are forced not fun. It's not cute. No, it's we all know that. Fucking shit show and a mess for all of us. <laughs> yeah. We're forced to turn around and really sit with what we've pushed away, what we have swept under the mm. rug. Mm. I love and part that. Of, part of the other major theme of this year, um, we're right now in this really potent portal of eclipse season. And the eclipses happen um, when the new moon or the full moon falls close to the nodes. And the nodes in astrology are two points that sit opposite in the sky, and they shift every, uh, every 18 months. Mm-hmm. And the nodes represent our collective and individual destiny. They are a point of destiny. They represent uh, our souls in a lot of way. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we have moved into this shift of the North Node, which is the energy we are asked to collectively devour, what we are asking, being asked to call in in Gemini, and the South Node, which is energy we are meant to release and let go of in Sagittarius. Mm. And in Gemini, Gemini is the sign that understands complexity and nuance. That everything is everything. So this is and what then we're our, being asked to call in. Yes, just con- just yes. confirming. Okay. Yes. So I'm we're calling you. in this energy of complexity, mm. where this year has really shown us that we cannot experience pain without the notion of pleasure. Mm. We cannot have joy without the notion of grief. That we are there is no um, space where we are living a singular experience. Whereas the South Node in Sagittarius, Sagittarius is a very moralistic and um, 
and sort of like this or that right or wrong sort of energy yeah, yeah. where we are facing the collective shadow and asked to release and let go of these very dogmatic ways of thinking of holding our beliefs that we have decided are universal truths so close to our chest that it puts us on a moral high ground mm. where we can look at everyone else around us who does not feel the same way we do and say, how dare you? Oh, this is so interesting because when you were first talking about what I want, what we wanted to bring in, I was like, so how does this speak to the, in, especially in the United States, the political divide and what feels like a human divide really of of very, very differing moral perspectives on so many levels. And you say this and I'm like, okay, well that, that helps me understand where that might come from. Because I truly, like as a human who one is not an American and so feels removed from the collective experience of this country to a certain degree, because I don't identify as a member of this country and has been living here for 10 years. So I feel deeply intertwined in this space and have created a home here. But it's this very bizarre thing where I'm like witnessing it and a part of it at the same time. So I have this like interesting third perspective, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of vibe. But like, I just don't, I truly don't understand it. Like I, and I'm someone who likes to understand, um, sometimes to a fault, (laughs) (laughs) but like, and like truly, truly when I don't, I can, I, it can to a fault get upset about it, you know? And it's been a, a, a thing I've navigated and worked on very intentionally and deeply in my relationships. Um, thank you therapy. Thank you. Incredible humans around boundary setting and, and all of that good stuff. But like, I, I, when it's such a vast and strong collective, like his or like hers or one side meets the other, and it's just such a divide, like, I don't, I, I struggle. I struggle with that. And I've really struggled this year with like the lack of what feels to me critical thought and, um, and deep, deep attention to what is, you know, and, and, and what is truth. Um, and I think it's so fascinating because I know we align very deeply in our values. Um, but I think a lot of people in the spiritual world, um, uh, often do not, uh, I, I do not feel like I, 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 I share a lot of their base value system. And that's something that why big part of why I love having you on the podcast. And obviously I love bringing on people of different, of different perspectives. I think it's really important to get to know humans in that space but this level this level of unconscionability this year has felt um not it's been like not politics it's been from my perspective amoral and inhuman and it's interesting that that is aligned from a astrology standpoint yeah um I I channeled this really I think um helpful example of the difference between the approach of Sagittarius, which we are moving away from, and Gemini, which we are calling in. So like I said, Sagittarius is very moralistic and looking for universal truth. Mm. So let's say, for example, we've got a Sagittarius who believes cheating. I I have Sagittarius in my seventh house. So like that energy shows up in my relationship stuff. So that's the example. (laughs) So a Sagittarius believes Cheating is the worst thing you could ever do. It's the worst betrayal. Like, I would never do that. If you cheat, then you're a terrible person. Mm -hmm. And that's their belief. And then Mm -hmm. they move through the world and they encounter a situation 
that involves cheating. And they get on their high ground and they go, how dare you? I would never do that. That makes you a bad person. And that morality, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. separates them from the other. Whereas Gemini, which is a curious sign that is about information, would approach the same situation with cheating and instead of putting a moral judgment or a value judgment on the situation, Gemini would say, well, what was the context of the cheating? And what was the circumstances in your relationship during that time? And to the two of you, what do you believe cheating to be? And Gemini would show up with questions in order to gain more information. And so what we're being called in to do for the next year um, is to let go of the notion that we are right and others are wrong and instead get curious, ask questions, take into account the context because Gemini is not, is not energy that's necessarily looking for a loophole. Yeah. It just knows that there is no singular truth. Yeah. There is no singular right and wrong. Yeah. And I, so here's where what's coming up for me. On one hand, and I know this is probably coming up for a lot of people listening. On one hand, I'm with you 100%. I'm like, I am wildly curious. I ask a lot of questions and I don't believe in good, bad, right, wrong, usually. I will say that with a caveat. Like to me, when some, and this is where it gets complicated because a lot of the things that have been under attack, and by things I mean people, um, in a lot of capacities, speaks to, from my standpoint, um, identity and personhood and humanity and kindness and empathy at the root of it all. And when I'm seeing humans um, who are not white and humans who are not cis, and when I say cis, I know most of y'all listening know what I mean, but I mean, you know, who identify as the gender they were assigned to as at birth. Um, or or people who are part of the you know LGBTQ community, or anybody who really does anything fucking differently than what is the patriarchy and white supremacy has what we you know this country has been built on and a lot of the world has been built on um, is being attacked for who they are as people, and mm-hmm. that is where I struggle to say how is this wrong, and I know a lot of other or how is this not wrong, and I think a lot of other people are feeling similarly, right? And it's like I have the, – the, the kicker for me is I have empathy and I have compassion for these humans. And I've connected and spoken to many um, who, who, who have, have different beliefs. But it, it's really tough, especially as somebody who is part of the queer community. And I know, um, I know you identify on so many levels in this space and have many friends as well in this space. Like how do we not see it as good and bad, you know? Yeah. So when it comes to identity, like you have spoken to as sort of an observer and an outsider of the American culture, um, identity is the wound of our country. Mm. In the birth chart of America. Oh, say more. I'm sorry. Birth chart of America? What the fuck? Everything has a birth chart. (gasps) Your business has a birth chart. Like, oh my god, relationships have a birth chart. Oh, Jordan, I am wildly intrigued. I did not know this. 
Yeah. Anything that begins, anything that is given birth to ideas, relationships, countries, whatever it is, has a birth chart. Oh my God. We're going to be doing some deep work. (laughs) In the birth chart, in the birth chart of America, we have the asteroid Chiron, which is in everyone's chart somewhere. But in America, it is, uh, it is our karmic, it's, well, it's for everyone. It's our karmic wound, the wound we were born into this world with, and that our mission to heal this wound and to, it beca- it's like our deepest wound and our greatest gift. Damn. So in our birth chart as a country, we have Chiron and Aries. And Aries is the sign of the self, the sign of the autonomous, the sign mm. of identity. And like, I feel like so much of this uh, anger around identity politics is our wound in action. So where we have, interesting. Right, where each of us as individuals are sort of like, put under this like big oppressive guise in order to have this like homogenous sort of notion of what an American is. Mm -hmm. And it's about separating ourselves from the expectations of who we are supposed to be Mm -hmm. that heals that wound of identity. And so much of this year, we had this major uh, Mars transit where Mars retrograded for uh, six weeks. And whenever a planet moves backwards, we are meant to evaluate our relationship to that planet. It becomes, that energy becomes more internalized. And Mars is our action, our drive, our decision-making, how we take, take steps forward. Mm. And Mars, uh, because Chiron in the sky right now is also in Aries, Mars passed over Chiron three times. And whatever Mars touches, it inflames. And so, so much of this spring, especially, was really about burrowing into ourselves Mm. and ideally taking the time to untangle our authentic identity to like from the expectations Mm. of how we're supposed to be, how we're supposed to operate. For me, it has really been like, or the way I've seen it is like this radical deconditioning of the system of capitalism where we sort of were forced to like sit with ourselves and ask like who do we work for and what does that serve and what does that say about me and my role and who I am and what how I'm meant to show up in this world and so there have been so many questions around like who am I and what am I supposed to do and what is it supposed to be like and why do I feel like I'm not able to step into that version of ourselves because we have healing to do as a country. Yeah. And as individuals as a result, like, and I think, you know, it's been so interesting to witness the collective expansion and also like freak out, I think, but also like, I know that I've been witnessing my closest people go through some of the deepest shifts I've ever and myself included in that space I've ever known them to experience and like uh when because they've actually gone inward you know and done the work attached to it I think 
you know, some people have just continued to to live in escapism, which is fine and probably a great way to cope this year. And I wish sometimes I wish I had done that and I hadn't been so into my shit. Um, but like, you know, it's been it's it's also I think most of us have been forced to ask to ask oh, ourselves yeah. these questions and to go deeper. And I think that's why we've seen a surge of, of mental health, um, you know, struggles and and um, and so much this year. It's just been a fucking yeah. Rot, wild well, ride. this year is a process of excavation. Mm-hmm. Like we are sort of like tilling the soil on an individual and a collective level to begin to plant seeds for the future. Mm-hmm. And if we don't mind like looking forward for a bit, the future starts on December 21st. Okay. Like, so wait, just, like, this is going to go, this is going to go, I don't know exactly when this is going live, y'all. Uh, I don't have my calendar in front of me, but I feel like it's going to go live like right before that. So this is, this is perfect timing. Perfect. Yeah. So like I said, the themes of this year were really marked by Pluto and Saturn coming together and creating this theme of soul level karmic reckoning, major, major energy. Yeah. But what's happening on December 21st is the planets Saturn and Jupiter are coming together. And these two planets are called the chronocriters. They are the keepers of time. And their cycle and how they come together really sets the framework for what we prioritize Mm. as people, as Mm. a collective. They sort of mark the eras. Okay. And they the way that they um, cycle through the sky is in 200-year cycles. Whoa, that's like really... So this hasn't happened for a long ass fucking time. No, like what we're moving into, no living, breathing human being on the face of the earth has ever moved through a shift this major. Wow. So we have spent the last 200 years working with earth priorities. And earth is all about um, structure, oppression, acquisition, wealth industry, capital, hierarchy, authority, the world we live in. Mm. And those have been our priorities. Yeah. Surprise to no one. That's literally all we've known. Yeah. And the next 200 years, the priorities of the next 200 years are being set on December 21st when Saturn and Jupiter come together in Aquarius. (gasps) Marking the age of Aquarius. They're my people. It's our time. Really. Oh, I'm so excited. Priorities of our time of the next 200 years are shifting in a major way away from all of these earth-based, material-based, oppressive energy into sharing ideas, community, mm. communication, mm. technology. Um, humanitarian efforts, activism. And so we're moving into this much lighter energy. And in Aquarius, um, it's a, it's easier to move around. There's more mobility in Aquarius. And Aquarius is also the sign of the future. And so what's happening now, because it's such a long cycle and we probably won't really feel the implications of this For cycle even in our lifetime. Totally, yeah. But we'll we'll notice in the next few years. Totally. Um, but this time right now, and like I'm doing this with you, I've got like 
four or five other like projects lined up just to like shout about this from the rooftops. Yeah. Because talking about it, sharing ideas and visioning for the future is what is going to allow us to step into the age of Aquarius and really leverage this energy mm. in a way that builds a world that serves us all rather than just a few of us. Yes. Oh my God. Fucking like I could scream this from the rooftop. I know. Right well, and I, I know that like as a fellow Aquarius, you and I have always had sort of our thumb on the pulse of like what, what we're moving into for the next 200 years. Yeah. But for me, I think the most radical notion and the most radical understanding that we will start moving into as soon as 2021 is cementing ourselves in the understanding that everything that has been created can be recreated. Mm. These systems and structures that we abide by. I'm like getting that, emotional. <laughs> I mean, but it's so, it's like, it's so exciting to think that we can finally untether ourselves from the way things have always been because we yeah. operate in this like, but this is how it is because this is how it's always been. Yeah. And, well, and like, this has been like my mission for what feels like the last like f at least five years when I've like started acknowledging like how I was being suppressed I was like no like that's what live your fuck yes life was built around it was like this we need to shake the system up we need to talk about things that like are not being talked about we need to like bring voice to the people who are not voiced and we need to fucking change the shit you know I've been so frustrated about this for so long and to hear even like Okay, believe what you want to believe, y'all. Like, whether you, like, fully are, like, in the astrology space or not, but to hear that that's what the planets are moving into and, like, what a gift because I have felt that shift this year even amidst the pain and the grief. I have felt the shift of, like I said earlier, so many people starting to advocate and speak out and all I've wanted this whole time was just to build an army of people who like could hear my voice and em empower them to also speak out about it and I'm only one person I don't have a lot of fucking like you know <laughs> bandwidth I'm like let's all have these voices like there's room for all yeah. of us and it just makes me so excited and also so emotional because I just I want to live in that world you know yeah well and for you and I, we are Aquariuses. It is our purpose to disrupt the systems that do not serve the collective. Yeah. It is our purpose on this earth, in this life, to innovate and to keep our eyes on the future and to move towards utopia. And like, that's the vibe of Aquarius. Aquarius wants to live in this communal, so like, me. Sort of like let's just all love everybody. Every, yeah, yeah. It's like everyone satisfies their role within the collective. Everyone is a unique individual that amounts to a collective yes. that is healthy yes. and contributes to yes. one another, and they're sharing and they're and that's that's like the highest form of Aquarius. Do I think that that's what the age of Aquarius will bring? No. Yeah. But I think that we have the opportunity to take this time mm. to have conversations to really vision something a little closer to that utopia than we have now. Yeah. Because also we're moving into 2021 and there's a, there's a big battle taking place in the sky between Saturn, 
which represents the old guard, how things have always been. Saturn is the planet that builds our, our society and creates the rules. Mm. And Uranus, which is the planet of innovation, which is the planet that doesn't give a fuck about the status quo or how things have been or whatever. <laughs> Uranus is the radical. And they're battling in the sky this mm. year or this coming year, yeah. which really indicates a, a war, an energetic war between what was and what have been versus what could be. Mm. It is the old versus the new. Yeah. And the more we generate energy around the hope of something different and because it's not even hope of something different. The times they are a fucking changing. Totally. And like, I, you got it. Oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. Get the fuck out. Jordan, when, when, um, I can't believe you just said that. When, when Biden was elected, I went around and I blasted times they are changing, like for hours in my car. Like, I was just like bawling my eyes out. And like, yeah, so I love that song. And, and I think it's great. And also, I, I, I want to reflect something that I'm hearing in you and also something that I just feel called to say right now, which is that at the heart of it, yes, it's the old and the new, but also I think so often we see the old as bad. We attach morality to old. And what I think is so beautiful about everything you've talked about and also what I want to remind you all listening is that there is no wrong attached to what we've navigated. We've only been working with what we've had and where we've been at. And if we can move into the next season of our life, whatever that looks like individually or collectively with the knowledge that everything we've navigated has given us the gift of where we are right now so that we can step into this next section, right? So many people teach that like you're bad for making these decisions or this was a problem in your life. I see this so much with practitioners and coaches and quote healers and even therapists, like all sorts of stuff. There's a lot of people that practice and preach things that I just really want to remind you that you are exactly where you meant are meant to be right now and let this conversation be the guiding force to just get a deeper awareness like we've been talking about around what are the things that I've been you know holding on and shoulds that I've been you know keep keeping afloat that aren't actually mine and serving me as we head into this new year right allow yourself the gift of awareness so that when you step into 2021 you can start emboldening yourself and really move in the direction that feels most aligned to yourself as an individual. And also it will impact the collective in such a beautiful way as well. Um, so I just wanted to speak to that because I think that everything you've been saying has been so reflective of that. And I think sometimes, you know, I know I used to always see like, okay, well, I, I did all these things and it was bad and I didn't know better, you know, and we create these narratives around that. And it's like, no, no, sister, like you are exactly where you're meant to be, you know? Absolutely. And um, it is part of my moral practice to, I would never express any sort of value judgment on anyone's past experience. And that's why I whether love that you. A, what it, well, whether that's collective or individual, to me, it's all data. Yeah. You've learned, you've failed, 
fail again, fail better, but, fail But what harder, does even fail, failing no. mean, right? Like we, we attach failure as this like terrible thing, but it's like, okay. That's capitalism. Exactly. And that's what I think is so beautiful about everything you teach. And also like, you know, just being a human being is about fucking up, right? It's about exploring the mess because that's how we learn. That's how we gain experiences. That's how, like you said, it's all yeah. data and it all helps Listen, us grow. My whole philosophy it, and I'm a philosophical ass bitch. I love you. My whole philosophy <laughs> is we have made it very difficult to be people. Our purpose in life is to play. Like if we were free of these like yep. insidious structures and systems of oppression, we could just be and exist and frolic through the meadows and frolic eat berries forever. and fuck. <laughs> That That's sounds amazing. I'm so Run here for that and life. And fuck. <laughs> I'm like, and we have made it. Let's do it. Well, and we've made it not only so difficult, but we have taken our true purpose to exist and to play in the playground of existence. And we've made those things a luxury. Mm. How dare us? Yeah. How dare our society and our culture condition us to believe that the things that are necessary for our well-being, our experiential wisdom, our, mm. our capacity to seek joy, our capacity to indulge in the fact that we have this short period of time in this body, in this life to live. Yeah. And we have like mangled all of the pieces of our purpose into this way of like accumulating wealth and acquisition and, and status and all of this shit. And if anything, I think that understanding your astrology, understanding what we're moving through energetically is a really liberating process mm -hmm. of coming back home to yourself and knowing what is divinely guided for you. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be different for everyone. And also like really leaning into the cyclical nature of everything. Like astrology is simply cycles. And also the fact that like evolution is beautiful. Like I, yeah. this, the cyclical piece that you're talking about, like I think and I've talked about this a million times y'all on the podcast, but like change is beautiful. And when we can truly allow ourselves to evolve with the times and to move and to learn and to say, you're right, I messed up and I'm going to take a deeper look here. That's beautiful, right? Like we don't have to stay stuck. And I, I'm speaking from somebody who stayed stuck in expectation and in the, the systems and the structure for so, so, so long. So I know what it's like to be there, but I, I promise you there is so much beauty in trusting the process that is life and just trusting yeah, and that I what think, is, is beautiful. And I really think right now with this sort of like pivot point that we're at we are really in the the liminal space between the past and the future mm -hmm. which like is always the present but this is like such a radical precipice that we're on yeah that I think that it serves us all individually and then if we're all doing it individually then it'll be a collective thing to really keep our eyes on the future and sort of devour and gobble up the notion that things are changing mm. and finding whatever comfort we can in the in the understanding that the only thing that we can really count on especially at this point is change 
rather than yeah. receding back into the comfort of what we know and trying and what to is hold on to the normal, you know, quote, nor- yeah. and I say normal with big quotations around them. Right. Yeah. And just know that what is coming up for us, what is on the horizon, that discomfort of uncertainty, the fear, the it's scary. I'm totally. not saying I'm not taking that away from lots us. of fears and feels, y'all. <laughs> but that's where you gotta go. Yeah. Like, and not it's not about putting a value judgment on where you've come from. It's brought it's like just like you said, it's brought you to where you are now. It's brought you the level of understanding you have now. Yeah. And then it's just carrying that with you and learning by your quote unquote mistakes or your failures or however you deem them and and not identifying with them. Because mm-hmm. I also feel like part of the collective wound of America has really come from identifying with our pain and yeah. and building that into our identity rather than um, a piece of us that's just longing to be integrated. It's not totally. who we are. It doesn't, it isn't who we become. It's just a, a, a piece of the multifaceted like experience of like what it is to be a person. I love this so much. Oh my gosh, this has been so expansive, Jordan. And I just, I feel like the way that you approach this work is just so in alignment with my heart. And I truly thank you for doing this and for stepping into your gift. Cause I know that like your path for the longest time was like mine, like being an actor and the adjustment and watching you step into this has just been so beautiful. And before we close out, I normally do like a, you know, fast fun questions, but you've already done that. And I've, I've had this um, this question and, and just like the drop that I wanted to, to bring to you because I'm curious, we've been talking so much around the whole, but I'm curious in terms of you, what has been your deepest expansion on a, on a personal note um, in, in the last year um, as it's maybe related to astrology or not, whatever feels kind of is alignment for you, but like what has been your deepest shifts and what are you most looking forward to? as we step into this new time, um, December 21st and beyond? So I am really in the process of coming into purpose. Um, For me, it started on the very day of my Saturn return, December 3rd, 2018. (gasps) Oh my God, Um, wait, pause. Do you realize what date that is for me? That was my double mastectomy. Really? Shut the fuck up, Jordan. That literally was the day I woke up an actor and went to sleep an astrologer. That's the day I woke up with my tits and went to sleep without them. <laughs> well, new ones. Oh my god! I'm gonna have to look at that. Oh, I have that goosebumps right now. Too. I have goosebumps. Anyways, keep keep going. Um, so I've been in this process of like stepping into my purpose and really finding my voice and finding um, my role and how I'm meant to contribute. Um, and it just so happens that on December, oh, I just got chills. On December 21st, when Saturn and Jupiter come together, they come together right on top of my sun. Hmm. And I just know that this is the time where I am being asked to lead us into the future. Like I find like as a, as a little Aquarius, I know that you know this. I know yeah. we've, we're observers, we're innovators, we're rebels. We question everything. Yeah. And even as a little kid growing up, looking at the world around us, I'm like, what are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like, who is this working for? Yeah. It's not working for me. Yeah. And I just am filled with this sense of purpose and responsibility and, and the, 
the hope that I can make an impact greater than me mm-hmm. and help us move the needle in a way that allows for, for more space for self-empathy and collective consciousness and compassion and innovation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really feel like this is not only the beginning of the end for us collectively as we move into this new phase but this year has been the beginning of the end for me personally Mm. um and I just like you know I'm also a Leo moon so I have no problem like praising myself fuck yeah I love it that's Um, something I struggle hard with so I will learn from you (laughs) but I'm just like this is my fucking time. Mm. This is when I'm going to be seen. This is when I'm going to be known. And this is when I'm able to spread my message Mm. and the message of self-discovery for the collective good in a way that I have always wanted to. I thought that that was going to come through storytelling on stage as an actor. And for so long, I was like, that's the only avenue for me. And now I've really stepped into this new perspective and new understanding and it's wild because I have all of these opportunities to be seen and to be like in a public forum in a way that like my actor self is like really this is how you're going to get famous Mm. (laughs) you're going to be a famous astrologer when for your whole life you're like I'm going to make it big in Hollywood yeah for sure (laughs) but that also is like such an indication that like our ego might lock onto, onto one way of being, Come fucking completely. But our soul, our, our intuition, soul and yeah. our highest good laugh. Mm. I because love that. Because it's like it's like you think you're gonna do it this way, but. No, nope. the unexpected bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that so much. And I also just want to echo that you already are starting to make an impact. Like you've made an impact on so all the people that you've already touched and that you've like navigated and done your work for and that you speak to on Instagram, but also like every single person that's listening to this right now is being deeply impacted by your work. So know that that's already started. And I just want to reflect that for you because I think sometimes we don't see, you know, the magic that we exist in. And I think it's so important to tell the people that we appreciate that they are truly doing incredible work. And you are. Um, it's why I wanted you on the podcast again. Um, and it's why I constantly come come to your page. And also we'll be hiring you um, to do some more work because it truly, you, you are in your magic. And it's... Um, it's beautiful to witness and I see that impact deeply. So thank you for being here and for sharing oh, your heart. Thank you so much. The two of us, we're meant to change the world. Fuck yeah. Let's fucking go. Okay. Before I'm we ready. hop off um, and say goodbye to everybody, I know that you've been on here before, but I want to make sure everyone can connect with you, get into your goods. Where can they best find you? All of this will be in the show notes, obviously, but share away and let them know. Well, um, I've carved out a little corner of the internet for myself on Instagram at Jordan Shomare, and that'll be in the show notes for spelling. Mm-hmm. Um, come hang with me. Um, I'm a caption queen. So uh, <laughs> take a look. Yeah. Um, but I also have a website, uh, yourastrologerfriend.com. Um, and also, if you are interested in learning from me, I am launching a course that I'm creating with a friend, a fellow astrologer. Um, about uh, the astrology of 2020 and sort of like guiding Mm. you through step-by-step, season-by-season, what is on the docket for us 
collectively, but also on an individual level. Um, so there is that it's a downloadable course to do at your own pace. So, Can they find that on yeah. your Instagram or your website or either spot? Yeah, it'll be linked on my website and my Instagram for sure when that happens. When that officially launches. And if this launches around December 21st, that's when we're launching. So the information should be out there already. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit before. So um, keep okay, your eyes perfect. on Unpeeled. Make sure to uh, follow Jordan on Instagram. And um, thank you so much for being in my life and for having this conversation. This was so expansive and I just appreciate you so fucking much. Thank you. It was so great. I'm so proud of you. You're doing such great work. Stop <laughs> it. See, I need to be better at taking at taking compliments, y'all. I won't stop it. I won't stop it. <laughs> I left that last part in for y'all um, because it just, yeah, that's me being human. And I just want, you know, that's always my goal is to share. Um, and it just, it made me giggle. So I'm in this with you. And there you have it. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 111. For everything we talked about in today's episode, um, you can head over to the show notes at amandacatherineloy.com forward slash podcast forward slash 111. Also, how beautiful that we have all one, like ones. I just think it's so um, very, very appropriate for um, today's episode. Um, I know Jordan will also feel the same way and many of you as well. Um, or of course, you can always just check it out. And if you're in Spotify or in your iTunes or whatever app um, you most love to listen to your podcast, you can just scroll, check it out there. It's super easy to just click through, come and join our um, patron, uh, live your fuckiest life community. Make sure you follow Jordan and her incredible work on Instagram and beyond. And, um, yeah, I just appreciate all of you so, so, so deeply. I hope this conversation landed for your heart as much as it did for mine. And I can't wait to hear all about it. So be sure to let us know. Make sure you tag me and Jordan on Instagram. Let us know your thoughts. I love hearing that um, on on Instagram and your stories. Or um, you can head on over to um, the post um, for this for this particular episode on my feed and let me know your thoughts. Um, and of course, always in the Patreon page too. We'll do a deep dive in there. Um, and continue to, you know, move in that space. So I'm here with y'all and, uh, we got this in 2021. Um, it's still going to be an uphill climb, but damn, um, it was beautiful to hear that shift that, um, we're moving into at least, um, collectively. So I really, really love that. I have a lot of, um, solace in that and I hope you do too. And until next week, I'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye.